You're listening to Sounds of Our City, a podcast series where we share stories and sounds of Asia told through the people who live here. I am Shida Osman and today I am joined by my co-host, Yi Jing, our new addition to the team. Hi, Yi Jing. Hi. Hi, Shida. Hi, everyone. I'm Yi Jing. And I'll be co-hosting Sounds of Our City with Shida. So this time we're looking into different formats for this series and we really want this to be a journey of exploration that all of you listeners can join together with us. That's right. We are starting with our own hometown, Singapore, and in the last two episodes I shared on the multiple languages spoken in this little red dot, inviting guests from different backgrounds to share their stories. This time we are trying something a little bit different. We are going to pick a place of interest and explore the vicinity as a duo, sharing with you the sights, sounds, culture and history of the place. That's right. So for today's episode, we're bringing all of you to the tucked away area of Salita. We start with Salita Airport, the lesser known commercial airport of Singapore and former largest base of British Royal Air Force in the Far East. We also explore the food and lifestyle hub of Salita Aerospace Park and daringly called The Oval. This enclave houses multiple family and pet friendly restaurants and is home to many colonial styled black and white bungalows. All right. Let's head straight in. Hi guys, we are back. This is Ijing and I am with... Hello, I am Shida. Hi Shida. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the two of us are here today at Salita Airport. Mm-hmm. Well, so I'm sure most of you know about Changi Airport. It's like the face of Singapore. It's the first thing that people are greeted with when they come to Singapore yeah. or when you're leaving home to go somewhere else. I mean, Changi Airport is amazing. It's like ranked number one in the world. Right? Correct. That's but right. Did you guys know that we have another airport that's also functional and yeah. they're actually we're sitting in the arrival hall right now and there are flights arriving and leaving the airport we're looking at a dashboard right now mm-hmm. so september 2 there's a flight going off at 1 50 p.m which is uh operated by firefly yep. airlines going to subang in case you don't know changi airport uh would actually have all the main flights but uh the i think the only one uh, flights that is operated here is actually the Firefly airline going yeah. to Subang. Because I think the KL uh, airport is, uh, KLIA is actually quite far mm-hmm. from wherever the main tourist attraction is from. So that's why I think mm-hmm. for me personally, if you want to go to KL Firefly, going to Subang would be much more oh. easy and much more accessible. So Subang is, a sep- is another airport in KL? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Mm. <laughs> because we're exploring ourselves, right? Yeah. But from what I know, uh, when I frequent to KL, KLIA is actually quite far from, uh, if the listeners might know, Bukit Bintang, mm-hmm. Petaling, uh, where else? It's actually, not that it's not accessible, but for me personally, I think Subang is much more uh, easier. The Subang airport, like they have, if you're going to Subang, they will always have uh, like motorbike uh, races there as well. Oh, okay. So that's why most of my friends and my families as well go to Subang instead of KLIA. Mm, mm. Interesting. I never knew about this. I mean, obviously, I also didn't know that there was an airport here that's fully functional. Because it feels like an excursion today for yeah, me as well. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> because I know that uh, the Singapore like Air Force mm. or like the defense, they, they use this airbase, right? Mm. And that's like the history of this place as well, so right? So, li- going a little bit into the uh, Salita Airport history, so, mm. um, 
It's actually formerly the site of the largest British Royal Air Force, which is the mm. RAF base. So, going a little bit more in-depth to that, uh, what Seleta means for all the listeners, it actually refers to the Aboriginal coastal dwellers known as the Orang Laut. Orang Laut is a Malay word which means sea men. Sea men. Yeah, who had originally lived among the mangrove creeks of the Johor Straits. Mm-hmm. That's where I did my research and that's where I got the answers from. Um, and also, uh, pertaining with that, this, uh, the Seleta Air Base was actually designed uh, by a British planner called C.E. Wood. So that's why while we were going in here, you can mm-hmm. actually see the sign Jalan Kayu, right? Yeah. It was supposedly say that Jalan Kayu was actually, the name was gotten from C.E. Wood because he oversaw most of the construction which began in mm-hmm. 1927. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, in conjunction with that, right, uh, okay, there's a there's a term called concrete leases, which means that um, pertaining to the construction work of the airbase, uh, most of it, part of the construction work was actually undertaken by Samsui women. When mm-hmm. we say Samsui women, it's actually female immigrants who actually contributed to the construction of the airbase with CE Woods. Uh, the Samsui women are actually mainly from San Shui. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is this yep, the correct? Yep, San Shui actually means three waters. Ah, yeah. Yeah. So it's the three. Was it the mm-hmm. Canton district in Correct. China? Yeah, you might know it better <laughs> <laughs> as in the pronunciation. Uh, and they are actually from the district of Canton, which yeah, is Guangdong. Guangdong yeah, uh, yeah. So they were actually part of the surprise. I mean, it's amazing that I know. I just know this as well. They are part of the construction of the Islita Air Base. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were like the early days construction workers, right? Back in that time. Mm-hmm. Even if you go to Chinatown today, there are also these bronze statues of Samsui women. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, I mean, nowadays we see the construction workers, mostly male. Mm. Also immigrants, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so back then, I guess, they were fe- female Chinese immigrants. True. It's true. So, um, originally, of course, it was the British Royal Air Force, right? Mm-hmm. Who actually uh, is who actually took charge of Seleta itself. But after that, uh, in 15 February 1942, the Japanese actually took over Seleta Air Base mm. and renamed it, correct yeah. me if I'm, I think you would Sulita know, Seleta Hikojo. Yeah, with Hikojo, I think it just means like airport. Ah. Hikoki's airplane, yeah. So there was actually um, different people who actually took charge of Seleta itself. First, it was the British, and then, mm-hmm. I mean, in layman terms, first it was the British, and then when uh, the British surrendered, it was actually the Japanese occupation who took over. And uh, from 1942 to 1945, the uh, Royal uh, British Royal Air Force personnel at this airbase were reportedly coerced into working for the Japanese, for the listeners. Right. This is like a little bit of a backstory to the Seleta yeah. airbase itself. Yeah, but yeah. what we see today is completely different. It's from, completely yeah. different. We are actually surrounded by green foliage. So it's interesting because uh, we're at the Seleta Airport, right? Mm. It it's also under the Changi Group, I believe. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, it yeah. just feels like a mini Changi Airport. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, if I'm not wrong, the construction mm. for this is actually m- it's pretty new yeah yeah it's actually made by just give me a second line. let me just get the yeah the plans to rede- uh, redevelop this later area for Singapore aerospace were announced in 2006 mm-hmm. so which is 
really a few years back. Yeah, and I understand that this whole area, which mm. we'll be exploring later as well, the whole um, like leisure and mm. cafe and restaurant area called the Oval, that's also been newly, pretty newly de- redeveloped. Yeah, It's only been a few years. And I know a lot of the bungalows over here that were refurbished and conserved were actually only finished their, their like upgrade this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, so... And there's going to be much more like plans to upgrade and then also have more cafes, more leisure area and also more residential and business area. So, Agreed. yeah, I place to watch out for in the future, agree. I guess. I was just about yeah. to add, you know, I think it's actually one of the areas, um, one of the hidden gems in Singapore that uh, tourists or travellers should actually look out for because uh, we are surrounded. Seletar Airport by itself is an airport, yes, but the way that we came in here, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Um, I think it's not that accessible by public transport. I mean, it is. We took a bus all the way here. It is accessible. If you take one uh, bus, SBS one, the number one zero two, it will lead you to the Slater Airport. But it will be better if you are with luggages and everything else, and you're rushing for your flight. It'd be better if you actually uh, take a cab here, or if you have someone to drive you here to the Slater Airport. We are actually going to explore all mm-hmm. the bungalows that we talked about earlier on and also the cafes so yep, really looking forward to that I mean it's an adventure for us as well it's honestly like both of our, of our first time feels like a school excursion <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah I mean from what we see right now uh, this whole area is rather empty mm. I can understand as well since it used to be an airbase it still is today right yeah it still is it's yeah. for private jets um, mm. I think uh I got this from my research as well. The airbase for the airbase that was used for the British Royal Air Force. It was actually once Charlie Chaplin actually uh, mm. flew here via this airport, Damn. which is interesting. <laughs> which is really interesting. So there's a lot of like, um, I think John Travolta as well. Private jets, mm. you know, went through this airport. I can understand of going though. You know, th- like this is like so much intimate, more intimate. Yeah, it's much exactly. More personal and also. With the like with the interior and everything right now, it's really, really nice. It's a small garden and then all the, the carpeted floors and then It makes just, sense yeah. to actually just uh, arrive here. There's only two two not two buildings, but it's actually just one like small yeah. small building. The arrival and departure halls and that's are maybe all. like fifty steps away. Yeah. yeah. And the only flight that is operating is actually the firefly. Um besides the private jets that we probably exactly. don't know about. <laughs> There's one um there's one aircraft uh, building that I saw outside, which mm. we will also see later. There was a huge eagle on it, so mm. I'm actually eager to see what's that about. <laughs> oh, well, and we are as we are sitting at the arrival hall right now. We are opposite a colonial building, which is old, which we don't know what that is, but we're going to explore as well. So stay tuned. Stay tuned, guys. We're going on the move. <laughs> Bye. Hello everyone. Hey guys. Oh, it's a scorching hot day, man. Every day, <laughs> almost every day. Yeah, right now we're out here in the in the nature. Just surrounded by a lot of trees and a lot of buildings. And we're actually right now in Salita Aerospace Park. 
Mm. And this specific space of the park is called the Oval, and it's a newly developed F&B retail space. Mm-hmm. When I came here, when we came here, actually, what appears to me is that I can see signs that says Hyde Park. Mm. And there was a street that we saw, Oxford Street. So I was telling Yijing that this reminds me of London a lot. Because I know there's a Hyde Park there and also Oxford Street as well. Yeah, definitely. Just so, the names of the street yeah. and everything. So it reminds, like, the buildings are all black and white colonial buildings with uh, orange brick tops. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice place here because it's really outside from the hustle and bustle of the uh, Singapore city. Yeah, it takes a little bit of effort to get here, definitely. But I think for you to bring your family and actually just sit here, it's actually really nice. Exactly. So the space itself is also marketed with that image in mind. Like it's for family. And I mm. think a lot of the restaurants and cafes here hold events. I saw a lot of little tables for, for kids. The like one that we saw kindergarten ages. was yeah. Well Seat Bar, right? Yeah. So, so if you come in from the... Baker Street mm. side from, from the bus stop when you walk in the first two cafes that you will see is Wild Seat Bar and the Summer House your, oh yeah the Summer House mm. yeah exactly and actually right now we're seated, seated at an empty bungalow across from the cafe yeah it's really interesting not really sure if this is being utilised at all probably it's being used for a meeting for it does the look like, cafe right it look, does look like a meeting space they have folded chairs in them and it's also a colonial uh, probably it's a smaller version of the colonial bungalow but it has um, sliding doors which is see-through and there's folded chairs and table in it but I think it's used for meetings right now. Yeah, it feels like those chalets that that we will go to last time you know, during school holidays that you can book. Yeah, for the listeners, um, chalets in Singapore is actually a really regular thing for Singaporean. It's a regular thing. They actually, usually families will go to chalets. I think the prominent one would be in Pasiris. Yeah, right? there yeah. are a couple of resorts over there which are just uh usually they're close to the by the sea, mm. by the beach and then uh it can be like a weekend getaway where people go to barbecue. Yeah. And I mean for us when I was back in secondary school mm. and like high school also um it was pretty common for the whole class, like thirty people to squeeze into one yeah. chalet. <laughs> Which spend. is awesome. Yeah, but you know, you don't really end up sleeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true, true. You just, yeah. Yeah, just <laughs> for fun. Okay, so yeah, I'll just talk a little bit about the architecture of mm. of the, the buildings here, which are really, I guess, the main attraction. True. Yeah, so when we say colonial style building, what that means is, maybe you can, in your mind, you can think of Raffles Hotel. Correct. Yeah, so they're actually designed by the same group of architects. Uh, and it was in the 19th century mm. when, when the British were here. I think it was in the 1920s and 30s where this buildings really enjoyed its heyday. And so what they were inspired by is actually this architectural style called Tudor Revival mm. Architecture. So I was looking it up, like, what is this? Yeah. And you can imagine a kind of English cottage, like it's English vernacular architecture. Just imagine the house that you would like to have a tea in. Yeah. But Little Prairie's house. <laughs> well, maybe not so idle, yeah, you know, yeah. not not like super cozy in that sense. Uh, so definitely just now, Sheila was describing mm. like the, the orange bricked house. You see that a lot, like a, a pretty um, shallow roof. 
they always have some roofs and then the buildings themselves are quite uh just quite boxy yeah, yeah and unordained they're quite like white white yeah. blank it's only walls white in comparison to the uh, flats that we have right now in uh, Singapore the windows are actually different on these buildings it's mm-hmm. actually there's two parts of it there's one on the inside which is actually hexed as well like it's a crochet of like small boxes and then there's a glass that covers it and then outside it's a swing door those old windows that you the see the wooden from, kind yeah the wooden kind yeah so, so it's really nice yeah I think it's really nice what they did to this place. Yeah. I mean, personally, I feel that just because of how, I guess, empty the walls mm. look, and usually they come with rather small windows, uh, I would think that they're a little bit unwelcoming. Yeah. Maybe that's why they're surrounded by so much nature. And, you know, all these places are not fenced, maybe because they're not residential either. For the listeners who's looking for a very minimalist place and colonial place to take pictures and for your Instagrams, this would be <laughs> one of the places as well because it's all black and white from what we can see here. Yeah, and actually, like I said, uh, when we were walking by, we saw bicycles, right? That can actually mm. be rented and if you're, you know, if you're looking for an adventure, you can actually rent the bicycles and actually um, ride the bicycles yeah, here yeah, definitely. Itself, I instead think of taking the bus. They, well, I don't know if you can ride all the way yeah, from, yeah, exactly. from the MRT station to here because if you do that, I think by the time we reach here, we'll be quite tired. But I think when we were going in just now, when we were taking 102, when mm-hmm. we went in, there was like a small slot for bicycles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Piccadilly... Yeah. yeah. Well, I do know that this this whole park is considered uh like there there is a road that's part of the the whole island wide round island cycling path. Ah. You know the one that goes from like Jurong all the way to mm. Coney Island and then just like around the mm. island. So that's definitely taken into consideration and I think they do want to encourage people to cycle. Maybe not, you know, in the midday sun, but yeah, more like <laughs> because around, it's scorching hot. <laughs> yeah, around like six PM or in the early morning. I think that would be really nice. You know, you go for a cycle and then you go and have brunch. Yeah, it's for a change. I think it would be a good place in comparison to the city, which is you know filled with concrete buildings and um, vehicles and stuff like that. This is a really good place for listeners to go to. Super to just quiet. Chill. Yeah, and there's a lot of foliage as well, and there's a lot of like uh, shelters. And and shades where you can just chill and have a drink and just yep. relax. And there are also a couple of playgrounds. And because this is the aerospace park, mm. so naturally the playground has a playground building, building yeah, yeah, playground structure. Yeah. yeah, that looks like an airplane. So th- the whole concept of the playground is designed around that. Yeah. Yeah. As you know, in Singapore, we have quite a lot of interesting playgrounds with different designs like the and dragon ones yeah, yeah yeah a lot of the older ones uh well some were torn down but there were some that are up for conservation but the one that we saw here was actually quite modern yeah definitely so it's not like that kind of that kind of like the dragon mm. playground with the with the sand with the brick walls and the, the yeah. metal slides it definitely, back then. yeah it definitely looks so quite modern in that sense like you know really colorful and mm. then it's filled with the the rubber ground so yeah. that it's safer true for the kids yeah but i think the airplane is really a nice touch and it fits in with the whole oh my god what are those like yellow birds yeah we just saw a really nice uh i there's a name for it Uh, i can't get it at the top of my head but it's i forgot they just flew in pairs Mm. just past us so yeah it's actually interesting should we go to the one inside 
Eugene? Yes, okay, we will continue to take a little walk in this park. <laughs> right now, we're really just enjoying the shade. Yeah. Yeah, this is... Th- it's really nice in Singapore when you're in the shade and there's wind. Once you get out there in the sun, it's a little bit... <laughs> <laughs> it's scorching hot. Okay, so, tune in. We'll get back to you soon. Yep, see ya. Hey guys. Hey. We're so taking we're back again. Yeah. We took a little walk around the Oval and the whole Aerospace Park. <sighs> we're sitting in front um, of a playground, which is um, made of an airplane and it has blue, white and red on it and a little bit of yellow. I think it it is actually apt because we are in the Salita Aerospace Drive. Exactly. It's It's a really cute playground i'm kind of sad that it's only for ages from 5 to 12 so <laughs> i can't go and play and we're also surrounded by uh, green foliage once again and another colonial building here and we are also in front of wheeler's estate yeah so wheeler's estate is a restaurant and event space that i was looking at the website and they seem to host a lot of weddings and corporate events and also a lot of events for family and for dates like movie night we can see the screen propped it's up a huge yeah one in front of us just like on the lawn and people can come here to picnic and watch a movie and there's also a small gazebo yeah. at the side which i think probably makes the perfect picture for a wedding shoot right yeah, i think it makes sense to actually have a wedding there because there's a small it's it's alfresco area yeah exactly like a lot of chairs. because it's really hard to find alfresco dining like diners here in singapore so i think this would be a really perfect place for a lunch wedding yeah lunch oh yeah lunch maybe a bit hot yeah <laughs> i agree like we want to have that garden yes wedding you can actually do it here because it's outside alfresco and there's lots of seats there's a gazebo a white gazebo and also, there's wooden benches as well for you to sit down, mm-hmm. which is really nice. They were having um outdoor screenings of movies, right? Yeah, so I'm just looking at their Facebook page where they update their events. And the next event is going to be on the 25th of September, and it's going to be a Maroon 5 cover night. Interesting, guys. Probably you might want to head here. I think it'll be people singing Maroon 5 songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a huge karaoke session. Yeah, I was a huge Maroon 5 fan back then. <laughs> Not anymore. But Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. What happened? I <laughs> uh, grew out of it. <laughs> oh, man. And Adam Levine got married. Anyways, oh, okay. <laughs> that's for another story. <laughs> oh, but, my. Yeah. yeah, so actually just, you know, reflecting on our little mm. journey today. Excursion. Yeah, yeah, little excursion into an explored territories it's it's really nice but i think uh you know you probably want to invest a little bit of time transportation like, wise exactly yeah to really enjoy this place like uh, it will be 
at least half a day or like a whole day trip would be nice. I agree. And you might want to, yeah. like I was saying earlier on as well, I think Yiji actually mm. agrees on this. If It's better if you have a car. But if you do mm-hmm. want to get here by bus, I think the closest would be, uh, the one that, the route that we took was actually in Sengkang. Yeah, from Sengkang MRT. Yeah, uh, on the purple line. 102, right? Yes, yeah. bus 102. And it's a loop bus. Yeah. So it comes in here, it takes a loop. If, yeah, you took... You know, you sit on the bus, you can just look at the airport and the airplane's taking off and then you can hop off and come and get some lunch. Yeah, or if you're from, uh, like me, from Woodlands itself, you can actually stop at Yochukang and if you, you don't want to take the bus, you can actually take a cab here. Just tell them it's the Seleta Airport or Seleta Aerospace Drive, right? Yeah, Aerospace Park, I think, oh, would, be the good, Park, yeah. would be the good destination point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, think. the nature here is, is is really nice. Yeah. I mean, speaking of, like I was saying earlier, you really want to get away, like a short getaway from the hustle and bustle of the city mm-hmm. in Singapore from Orchard, the normal tourist attraction Orchard, probably Changi or, you know, as simple as City Hall or the, all the CBD areas. It's really nice to actually mm-hmm. just take a probably a half day off and actually come here so you can see all the green foliage the colonial buildings and come on a weekday because I think it'll be much more awesome. Weekends, <laughs> I think they would have events. But yeah, weekends definitely going to be much more happening. Crowded, right? yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think it's going to be super crowded but mm-hmm. yeah, definitely much more happening if if you're more in for those kind of events yeah. like the movies and picnics and things like that. Yeah. Also, I just wanted to add that uh, just now I said that the colonial buildings feel a bit unwelcoming <laughs> but as I was walking around, I think... I kind of changed my mind. Like, I just walked by one building that was, I think, about two or three stories mm. high. Probably two stories. They're all, like, around one or two stories here. Yeah. And at the side, uh, at the side of the building, there's this long window. And so, through the window, you can see the staircase going up from the first floor to the second floor. Mm. Uh, it's just, like, a, a little peek into the house. Yeah. And, yeah, so that turn of, as I was, turning to go from one side to the other side of the building and you know through all the concrete there's this little peak i thought mm. that was really nice and there's a lot of nice birds here as well yeah yeah, yeah. we saw a couple we of saw it. a pair of uh, i forgot what the name was i can't get it at the top of my head right now it's but really we beautiful yellow yeah yellow like lemon yellow birds the other one was green and, yeah and some green with orange beak Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really bright green birds that we don't usually see in normal CBD areas or, or just even around my I mean my my estate area mm. has quite a lot of trees but I've never seen birds like that. Wish I knew more about them. I know, right? Maybe next time. Oh, if any of the listeners are into, <laughs> you know, fauna and, yeah. and flora, please let us know. So if you should we conclude this? Yeah. yeah. So if you guys um actually have any questions about Wheeler's Estate or Sel- mm. uh, Seleta Aerospace Park or Seleta Airport we've been here in the scorching sun mm-hmm. <laughs> we have done it for you but it's really an amazing place if you think that Singapore has run out of places for you to go to yep. for a date <laughs> or to refresh your marriage your wedding vows do come <laughs> to Seleta Aerospace because it's really nice if you want to have the old school vintage feeling and minimalist feeling for your Instagram feed probably this would be a really good place. So do drop your question and comments um, down below or you mm-hmm. can actually find us at LinkedIn so we can yeah. assist you further <laughs> if you have any questions. Yeah. Where can they find you? 
Uh, yes. So my name is Eating again. Y I J I N G Z H O U on LinkedIn, and you can also find find us on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, find us on Instagram. Well. Sounds of I'm Shida Osman on LinkedIn, and you there's a newsletter as well for Sounds of City. What you can do is you can actually go to Pitch Media Asia and yep. actually uh, subscribe for Sounds of Our City newsletter, and you will get updates. Mm-hmm. For the episodes, mm-hmm. there's the Sounds of Our City website as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we'll definitely be updating more, and we really want to hear what you guys have to say about Singapore, the interesting places and the interesting people, and the hidden gems. Exactly. Please give us note, and we want to explore about the city even more. Stay tuned to the next episode, guys. Bye. Bye. See you.